Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whether we talk in world history, U.S. history, neighborhood history, some of us ain't really have an option what flag we was flying. There was people one day that woke up in Arizona and realized this was Arizona, that it's not Mexico no more. There was people that woke up in Central Europe and realized they was in Germany. It just, they didn't move, didn't know what happened. You just are. There was a moment I woke up and realized I live with Crips. It's, I didn't know. I didn't get no flyers about it. There wasn't no recruiting. It wasn't, at least I didn't know. I was too young. Maybe there was some recruiting. I didn't know. I just woke up one day and was like, oh, oh, we Crips. At least my neighborhood was. <laughs> I ain't signed up for this. This is just where I live. And then don't mess around and make a friend. Because then you mess around and make a friend. And if you and your friend one day, y'all walking home and somebody with some other color shoelaces decide that they was going, you know, take your bike right quick. And then that friend go tell his big brother. And then march you and your homie back over there to either squab up. You know what I'm saying? You get your bike back or he do it too. Guess what? Guess what? Your shoelace is the same color as that big brother now in the eyes of the other hood. This just you, you wanted him now. Homie Bamboo was telling me when I asked him how he got put on the hood, he was like, look, it, it happened twice. Once I was just sitting outside with my uncles and they was like, yo, go fight this fool. Now I'm all of a sudden, it's like, okay. And now I'm, I just got jumped in. I don't know. Just what happened. Of course, later on, he, he made his conscious decision to be in the hood, but that that first jump in, that was like, oh, we just happened to be over here. The, the, the district lines have been drawn, my nigga. This is where you at. Somebody drew the districts. 
I had no say. Then it might get even worse because, you know, sometimes depending on who go off to jail and who's able to hold down the block, sometimes the neighborhood changes. I know in a lot of parts of Los Angeles, just neighborhoods went from black to Latino quick. Quick, of course, is in air quotes. But once they become Mexican, these ain't cripping blood neighborhoods no more. <laughs> this is all good. And what if you didn't move? Guess what? You done been redistrict. I want to talk to y'all about gerrymandering. Hood politics. Hey, it's so hood right now. Hood politics, y'all. Hood politics. All right, y'all. Let me tell you this little story from my life. So... South of Los Angeles, northeast of Compton, city called Linwood, borders Compton, Long Beach. It's in the South Bay. Linwood, when I was younger, you know, child, middle school, apparently I'm what they call an old millennial. It's a black hood. It's I mean, it's Watts, Compton, Long Beach, Carson, like they're all sort of around. It's this corridor right now. What borders up to Linwood is this area called Southgate, Huntington Park. These are these other. Now, Southgate and Huntington Park have been, as far as I've I've understood, those were Latino. Those were Mexican hoods. My wife is from Huntington Park. Uh, shout out Dr. Alma. Some, if y'all knew here, you don't understand it. Prefer to her by her prefix. But my PhD wife used to gangbang. But we're going to leave that alone for now. Anyway, so that area of town, Southgate, Huntington Park, Bell Gardens. These areas were, like I said, predominantly Latino and Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill's from this, around this area, right? So that's, those are, but Linwood, however, Linwood was like, I mean, it was like, it was black. And a lot of areas in, in this part of town were people who were able to, you know, maybe leave South Central, maybe leave Watts, who were just such active hoods to kind of like, you know, maybe own a house, maybe start a family. Like these people had, like these were two income homes or families, you know what I'm saying? So like they were able to afford something like this, but it didn't mean it wasn't active. These were active areas that you didn't go necessarily kick it in because I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a child of, of, you know, a young child of the heyday of this, of nineties, of you know, gangbanging, like, I'm a little young for it, but I was a kid when all this was like all the movies was being made about what was happening in L.A. I was I was a kid then. So, you you know, you you didn't you ain't just venture in the neighborhoods. You didn't know. You know, I think I've, I've made this made this very clear. But the but the borders, the lines, you had to be able to read the Google map. You understand what I'm saying? But the map was essentially it was fixed in the sense that. That's a black neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? So you knew, you know, red, blue, whatever you knew. You just read the read the graffiti to figure out where you are or know who know or know somebody over there. You just know the deal. So Linwood's been like that as far as I can remember. Now, when I met my wife, uh, when we first started dating, you know, I was rounding out, you know, I was out of college, I was rounding out my twenties. She I'm starting to like meet her family, and she tells me, Yeah, I heard her brother and nephew live in Linwood. And I was like, oh, word, that's crazy. It's Mexicans in Linwood? And she looked at me like, what? And I was like, what do you mean, what? She's all, we'll go visit them. Y'all, 
Now, obviously, this was some years back, but like when we got off the freeway, I mean, there was a a curacao, which if you don't know, that's like that's like a Latino uh, Best Buy. So it's like if you're buying like electronics and you don't speak no English, like you would go there. You know what I'm saying? There's a El Super, which is like, you know, at a North Gate, which are like Mexican grocery stores. I was like, ain't no sign in English. It was the weird. I felt like I was in an altered universe. I was like, this, when did this get, when did this become Mexican? And she was like, what are you talking about? Like, it always has. And I was like, no, 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 it hasn't. She was like, you heard of Tweety? Tweety is a, it's a cholo, like a, like a vato, like, like gang over there. Cause there's a street called Tweety. And she was like, yeah, my nephew, my nephew lives over here. And I was like, oh, my it got the mug right wait what and i was like but i still got homies down here i still got friends who i never went and go visit because i don't know like look i'm not good down there that like that's day hood i i thought i come see them in neutral areas i didn't know the when did this become so this ain't they not cripping down here she was like no no what are you talking about the whole joint got redistricted I was like, I I had no idea. Now, you may have not, whether you live, you may have lived in Linwood for 30, 40 years. This is where your grandma stayed. Like, all of a sudden, you got to change your shoelaces. You didn't even know. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and obviously, I'm talking about, like, us who were civilians, like, who wasn't active. You feel me? When you active, you can't change your shoelaces, my nigga. Like, nah, man. Like, you, it is what it is. You feel me? Like, yo, we, you know, we ride. I don't care who, like, you know what I'm saying? Like. When they didn't redistrict your zone, it's like, nah, that's not your hood no more, homie. Like, y'all, the, the the geography has changed. Now, this don't happen often, but when it do happen, it's real stark. You didn't move. You ain't changed your location at all. But your affiliation has absolutely changed. Right up under your feet. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Okay, I want to talk to y'all about gerrymandering now. Now, the situation I just explained to you had to do with a vast number of socioeconomic and migratory and just changes in the demographic of the city, you know, uh, and birth rates, all this good stuff. Like, there's a million different things that make this. Gerrymandering is a lot more sinister. To step back to explain gerrymandering. Let me talk about why I want to talk about it. So check this out. Merrick Garland, the head of the uh, U.S. Department of Justice, is suing the state of Texas over districting. (laughs) As a lot going on here. So you got the federal government suing a state, you know, so (laughs) and you like, how can you do that? What's happening right now? Well, every so often around uh time for midterms or voting things, you have to set up your uh, congressional district. And a congressional district is an area of town dependent on where you live. And in that district, there is a representative that goes to the legislature um, that is supposed to represent your district. That's who you are voting for. And again, in the legislature, you have the Senate and then you have the House of Reps. Your district is the person that's in the House of Reps or your congressperson. We're talking about Congress. There are every state only gets two senators. Right. So that's different. Right. Your district goes into the House. Now, how you decide who that person is, is y'all vote. You elect them, but you vote based on your address because your address tells you what district you in. And that district's going to put up somebody going to run for Congress for your district and you vote for them. Well, how do you decide what district you're a part of? Now, why is my address a part of a certain district and not a part of another district? I live in the 34th district in Los Angeles, and my rep is Jimmy Gomez. He's been in this uh, congressional district since July of 2017. His next election is next year. He's a Democrat. That's my district. It's also important. I, I, I suggest there's a, a govtrack.us uh, if you want to like find your district, like that stuff is super important because this is how we're going to see how this matters a little later. That's why I'm doing this thing. OK, uh, you need to know what flag somebody done put on you as you walking around here, because sometimes imagine imagine walking through a hood, not knowing what flag you got. But everybody else know niggas out here putting in work for you and you don't know they doing it. Niggas making decisions on your behalf. You feel me deciding who the op is. For you, my nigga, you just out here trying to just buy some groceries. You trying to go get a taco. You feel me? Over at the over at the Holy Moly in Long Beach, niggas and already decided. Oh no, we know who you is, and you like, wait, what? No, I'm from, and they like, nah, that's not that hood. That's that hood is this now, and you like, well, nigga, when did you become an op? When did I become the op? You you better know your district. 
So districts are set up uh, in theory to be geographical and that the idea of them being geographical has to do with the thought that people in shared geographical spaces have similar concerns because people usually cluster around people that they live similar lifestyles to similar socioeconomics similar ways of life, yada, yada, yada. Right. So like you're not going to have city folk in a farm. Right. You're going to have farm folk in a farm. So you just make that one district because they're going to have similar needs and desires and similar things and things they are going to ask for their rep. Now, us in, you know, cities, we're going to have also similar things like I, we're all I mean, in my district. We're all kind of concerned about, you know, whether it's gentrification, whether it's clean streets, good sewage, good schools. Like we're all concerned about the same stuff. Now, Long Beach. Okay, that's a coast, right? So uh, although we're both cities, we have different needs, right? One of their needs has to do with the beach and with keeping the beach clean and their sewage system is different, you know, and it's you got more salt water in the air. So there are certain things that they're going to be concerned about that even though we're both cities, we shouldn't be in the same district because we have different needs. Does that make sense? Right? That's the way that districting is supposed to, in a, in a type of democratic republic that we have. That's that's the concept, right? But who gets to decide what district? Well, not us. Somebody draws red lines on a map. We'll talk about redlining one day, which is a different type of districting. But yeah, you just draw lines on a map. Another good parallel that might help, like if you're not really into the gang understanding, is like what high school you gonna go to? Like your school district. You know, some of y'all may live in an area where the high school closest to you is actually out of district. You got to go to one different. And it seemed like that don't make sense, right? But it's just how the things were drawn. And then maybe next year, it might be different. All of a sudden, <laughs> that school's in your district. It's just, it's weird, right? It's, 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 in a lot of ways, it feels real colonial. Like now, going into y'all's history, like y'all global history, uh, this is a freebie. You know, a lot of, of North or Saharan Africa or different, just Africa period. Once Europe got there and decided that it belonged to them, they, uh, they decided to just like divide the land in being like, okay, you get this part, you get this part. You and they just drew these lines and these lines might've gotten drawn right in between your neighborhood, split your house in half. All of a sudden your cousin across the street Who's this? Who's that's your blood? We're the same tribe. We're the same everything. They're a different country. Because somebody drew a line there. It's just you're no longer. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, no, 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 no. That's that. You're this. You guys are different countries. What? It's ridiculous, right? I mean, but that's, you know, in a lot of ways, like that's some of the borders in Africa were, you know, were like that. Like colonizers drew it. I mean, it's, I mean, I've said in a poem before, if you guys are familiar with my other work, I have a poem called Two Minutes and 30 Seconds. But I was like, yeah, once you get up into space, you know, you look back down at the earth, you know, there's no lines all over the ground. There's no word. The word Florida isn't written across the ground. It doesn't look like it's not because it's not real. Somebody drew a line. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you, you, we enforce them, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But like they, they don't occur. There's no 
There's no force field at the 47th parallel that separates Canada from it's not a there's no magical thing there, although it feels like it sometimes, but it's not like it's there's nothing there except that we said it is. The 47th parallel is not real. It's because of it's because of globes. That's why we call it that. Right. So anyway, so back to this. So congressional districting is decided by the state. Because if you can clump certain people together for their shared needs and concerns, if you get enough people that have the same shared needs and concerns, then what do you have? You have power, right? That's how you consolidate power. That's how you get stuff passed. That's how you get stuff done. If you have enough people with the same shared interests and they all are agreeing, yo, this is our guy. This is who we want. We all want it to be like this. Boom, we got it, right? That's that district. I wonder if y'all can already see how this can get weaponized in a white supremacist, horribly racist system. If you have a bunch of black people living in the same space and they become a district, when you outnumber everybody else, guess what? You have the most voting power. So if I draw a line around this city and that city is comprised of 80% black people, guess who going to get to say? Because it's just more of us. So if you're trying to consolidate power, what do you do? You redraw the lines. It's pretty simple. You divide that. If Let's just say, let's just keep it real clean. You got 80% black people. And just for the sake of this argument, the other 20 is white. Now, there's nowhere in California that's like that, right? But let's just say that is. Then what do you do? You draw a district around the white people and take 10% of the black people and make that one district. You take another part of that 80% black folks, and now that's only 70%. You draw, you go into another district over here that's maybe predominantly Latino, and you take 10% of that Latinos, add it to another 10% of them white people, right? So now this new district is 90% white and 10% Latino. And then you take this other district. So you just keep drawing lines that consolidate power for yourself. That's why the district's shapes are ridiculous because they're not about shared interests. They're about power. Are y'all following me? You just draw lines around groups that make you more powerful. So you might wake up one day in a brand new district. I'm looking around my neighborhood. I live in a part of town that's like almost 100% Mexican. Like I'm I'm me and my daughter holding down the black population in my neighborhood. You feel me? So we're in this one district. But what if they drew our lines a little different where our house is now included in area called Monterey Park, which is a almost 100 percent Asian. Then the things that have to do with my community, I'm, I'm not going to not going to matter. My representative, like I don't represent the vast majority of my district no more. That's because the guy wanted that wanted to get elected redrew the lines to make sure he could make sure she could so mayor garland is suing texas because texas is in the process of redistricting now what is the basis of the suing is the basis of the suing is section two of the voter rights act i talked about the voting rights act before right uh y'all do your googles on exactly what that is but what happened was when that voting rights act came into power in 2013 it got gutted how did it get gutted basically one of the things that we were trying to do with the voting rights act was Just this was this idea of redistricting oftentimes was for the purpose to follow me, disenfranchise black and brown voices. 
because there's so much of us. And when you hear white supremacists like the extreme right talking about like white genocide, talking about the fabric of our nation being changed, the you know, the way that our society is working now, they feel like they're being outnumbered. Nobody's caring about them no more. This is a way to counteract that because you're right. If we're talking sheer numbers, there's more of us. So why aren't we getting laws passed? Why aren't we being represented? Well, you just redraw the maps rather than letting us consolidate and stay together. You just redraw the districts. You, uh, it's, it's actually pretty brilliant, but that's what will always happen. Let me go back to reconstruction time, back to when uh, the slaves were fully freed. When the slaves were first freed and we got the right to start voting, that's why they invented the black codes is because we was like, oh, wait, we get to choose our elected officials? Oh, nigga, we choosing us. And we was winning because just like you use your logic, use your antennas. You got one slave owning family It's maybe five, six of them. If they got 20 slaves, you outnumbered one to four, right? Five, 10, 15, 20, one to four. You got it? Four to one. Okay, a little bit of math. You outnumbered one to four to one, right? You outnumbered four to one. Easy. So that means if you let me choose what I'm going to vote, well, nigga, it's more of us. We going to choose the stuff that got to do it. So yeah, they invent the black codes. That was to disenfranchise us on purpose. Because when you when you said, when we get to elected, we going to choose what makes it. That's what you told me. That's what you told me how it works. You said I get to you said I get to choose my elected officials, the government by the people, for the people, what the people saying this, this is what we choose. And it was like, oh nigga, this this working too good. So they had to change the laws. The Voting Rights Act was a way to say that you can't just keep doing this because you're you're redrawing these districts to make sure that our voices aren't heard. So if you're going to redraw the districts, you gotta talk to the Supreme Court before you do it. That was what was in the Voting Rights Act to make sure. That you're not just being racist. Well, when it got gutted, and it was, like I said, this was specifically because this is what was happening in the South. It's just more, it's more, it's more people of color there. So those who are in power are losing power. It's not enough of them. In 2013, that part where you had to check in with the Supreme Court got taken out. So Texas was like, oh, well, we don't have to. We don't have to check in. And what did the Supreme Court know about us anyway? Y'all not down here. You ain't out here. You wasn't outside. Y'all know what's up down here. We drawing our own. So they started drawing their own districts. Obviously, these are the Republicans doing this because they they can feel the wind shifting. How do they feel the wind shifting? Nigga, because Austin, Dallas, and Houston. Them is big cities. And them is big. And what happens in big cities? Nigga, they lean left. At least right now, that's what happens. If if all the, if the rest of Texas is ruled, ain't nobody out there. It's not enough people out there. So according to these Republicans, they're not getting their voices heard. These people outside not getting their voices heard, right? So we need to draw districts that make their voices in rural areas be just as powerful as the ones in the city because the city is getting too much. Hey, a lot of this, this a lot of this was some of the stuff that was happening in California. Why California was talking about um, breaking up, breaking it up as a state. Why in the hell should Kern County, you know, Wairica, California. You ever heard of Wairica? Exactly. Why they paying the same the same taxes as San Francisco, as L.A.? It's like, nigga, why are we paying what y'all got to pay? Them prices is for you. Like, that's y'all's way of life. The rest of Cali ain't like this. That's a good point. 
You get up to Mount Shasta, oh, that's that's Trump country up there. It's, I mean, it's like it's crazy. It's not. You think California is this bastion of leftist? No, nigga, that's the cities. You get out the cities, bruh. You get down to Ukaipa. I'm, I'm naming cities that I know you got to be from here to know. And I know this is a national, international pod. You don't know what I'm talking about. But you get down to Ukaipa, oh, nigga, you in Texas. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't. <laughs> Rural Texas, cuz. You know what I'm saying? Because Austin becoming a lot like Portland. You feel me? Dallas, you know what I'm saying? Dallas looking like Seattle these days. You, you feel me? Like, the cities is changing. So they was like, oh, no, bro, we got to. We got to we got to fix this. They was uh they was they was doing they doing too much. So anyway, the Voting Rights Act was saying, listen, you should be able to include not just geographical, but racial and linguistic interests. Right. Because that at first wasn't a part of the districting process, racial and linguistics. So when you start adding racial and linguistic, it's again, we have a burgeoning you know, Spanish speaking Latino community that has very specific needs. And nigga, if you're not looking around, they finna outnumber everybody. You know what I'm saying? But they don't have no say. How I well, well this is how you make sure if you empower how you stay in power. If you're the guy that you're like, yo, I'm finna lose this district because it's a gang of you know what's that have been filling up my district. I'm about to lose this job. Well, what's the answer? Do you try to convince these people who know for a fact you racist and you're not doing nothing for us? You're going to try to convince them that you are, especially when they brought up their own champion. You know what I'm saying? They got their own champion. You going to convince them to go with another white boy? Huh? You going to convince this group? You going to convince this whole city of, of multicolored faces that what they need is another white boy? That's what you going to do? Nah, we just going to redraw the districts. You feel me? Oh, y'all, y'all bloods now. Nah, hey, blood, practice, practice. Hey, blood, practice. You got it? You got it? Damu, you know what I'm saying? You got it? Pyru, y'all, y'all bloods now. You redraw the district. Now you ain't got to worry about it. How we become bloods? Oh, I just drew another line around Compton. So now we, now we bloods now. You in, you in the blood. Like it just happened right under your feet. So this is what Texas is doing. And... Uh, Merrick Garland is like, I don't know, man, this feel real. I mean, you saying it's to protect the rural community, but it feel a little, I don't know, man, it feels a little, uh, feels a little like power grab, feel a little like protecting, protecting your whiteness. That's kind of what it feel like. Cause nigga, y'all almost lost last, y'all almost lost. It just, y'all, y'all stay flipping. And, uh, it seemed like you're not representing the people. You representing yourself. And just, I don't know if y'all could do this. Um, whew. Let's give you a little background history of like how long people been gerrymandering and where we even got that word. Let's take a break. Oh, 
open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. All right, we're back. Y'all peeped that headlights yet? Did he drop it? I don't know when this episode's coming out. He better have dropped the album by now. If not, hit him again. Drop the album. I listened to it. We helped him put it in, in order. This fool got slaps, dog. It's just good vibes. Like, if you had, you know, this the holidays, you know, you kind of tired of family. Let's <laughs> keep it real. Tell these niggas go home. Uh, you need something to chill out in. Or even background music. While everybody there, man, throw on that headlights tape, man. It's good vibes. You feel me? Anyway, so gerrymandering. All right, listen, this mug go all the way back to, I mean, the next day after we became a nation, right? Like immediately, you know what I'm saying? Thomas Hunter, he's a political scientist uh, over, professor over there at the at the University of West Georgia, right? I mean, like there's evidence in like Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina that they drew districts to benefit some candidates over others. I'm talking like late 18th, early 19th century. They, I mean, it wasn't called gerrymandering then, but niggas been gerrymandering the whole time, right? It would be called that a little later. Uh, I'm going to quote him. He's, or, yeah, I'm going to quote Thomas Hunter. He says, uh, I think that what they did in Massachusetts in 1812 really was on steroids compared to what had gone on before, said Hunter. Um, about, okay, I'm going to get to it. Now, check this out. So 1812, the Boston Gazette, right, was this political, he ran this political cartoon with this like species, it was this drawing of this like monster, right, that they called it the gerrymander, right? It was this fork-tongued creature that looked like a, almost like a dragon a little bit, that was shaped like a contorted Massachusetts voting district that the state's uh, Jeffersonian Republicans had drawn to benefit their own party. So again, rather than drawing 
you know, district map that made sense. They drew this weird shape thing around the side of Boston and they called that one district. And it's because they were just drawing circles around people that would vote for a Jeffersonian Republican. So rather than having a district and trying to win that district over, you just drew a district, drew a circle around people that would vote for you. And now, homie who signed off for this uh, became a future vice president, Eldridge Gary, right, who signed off on his party's redistricting in February, unwittingly submitting his place in the United States lexicon of underhanded political tricks. So the Federalist reprinted it. That's a newspaper. And so when they reprinted it, it was kind of like this. It was because it was supposed to be a play on words with a salamander. Right. So they called it a gerrymander, even though Jerry's name is pronounced Gary. But we say it like Jerry. It's just whatever. It's just this is what happens when something's 200 years old. So anyway, he drew a district that did not make sense to make sure that he could stay in power. Right. But before that, they used to call them uh, rotten boroughs, um, which is, again, you make a district that would ensure that these people in this room would vote for you. So if you living in this in this area, and your neighborhood happens to get redrawn. My nigga, all of a sudden you on the wrong side of town, according to your voting practices. Now, in a defense of redrawing districts. A defense of redrawing districts can in some ways be like my first example of Linwood. The demographic changed. You know what I'm saying? Like the city is it's different, right? The 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 borders are different. Um using a gang using a gang analogy here, like when you say you from Compton, we have to be like you from East or West because one side is blood, one side is crip. You know, but maybe it wasn't always like that. I, because, you know, there was a time that bloods didn't exist. You feel me? Right? So, uh that means that the the city needs to be who's representing y'all needs to be y'all need to this needs to we need to redraw these districts because these two areas have very different interests. Right. So because of that, you need different representatives. So there is a time that maybe it is important to redraw lines. But then it's other times that it's like. When it's coming from the top down rather than the bottom up, it's because y'all these fools is consolidating power. So moral of the story for all of us. What do we need to know? Your homework is today. As soon as you finish this pod, go figure out what district you in, who your representative is. Then do your Googles on this dude, on this lady, on this fool, on cuz, on blood. Do, 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 do your... Do your Googles. What's this fool about? What they what they trying to do? What's they voting history? You know what I'm saying? Pay attention. Like, who who is this fool? You know what I'm saying? Know your district. Know some of the ballot measures that are in your district. And then after that, like, look around as to like, yo, maybe somebody else might be. Maybe it's time to start paying attention to your local commercials about who's running for district. Like, see who, see who, see who we putting up. When you see what your district is, look at the way it's drawn and being like, all right, uh, you know your hood better than me. Be like, okay, this scene, this scene real weird. Like, why, why are we looped in with them and not with them? That don't make no sense. I'll tell you why. 
somebody wanted to keep their job. You feel me? So, um, and then just, you know, now that you have this information, like the next time these ballots come around, you can make a more educated guess as to like who you trying to send. You feel me? Who you trying to send to the table to be representing y'all? Like, who's your soldier? Is this soldier, is this soldier really interested in our good see there's a lot of things in politics that are I, I feel you are so far away from us that it seems like it don't do nothing and those ones that are so far away from us usually get the most shine these local ones they don't get a lot of shine but that's the ones that affect us the most you know what i'm saying your vote in your local one is one of a couple thousand your vote for them national ones um a couple million so i mean where you think your voice gonna have hold more weight with a couple thousand or a couple million you know what I'm saying? Find out your district. Find out what color laces you got. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you ain't had no say. But you do now. Little politics, y'all. This mug was recorded and edited by me, Propaganda, right here in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles. Y'all can follow me at Prop Hip Hop on all the socials. You can follow the Hood Politics Pod itself at Hood Politics Pod, where we be trying to make takes on stuff that aren't really big enough for a whole episode, but definitely needs a little bit of clarity. This mug was scored, edited, mixed, and mastered by the one and only Headlights. Y'all go follow my dog, Matt Oswowski. I still don't know how to say his name. I'm glad he changed it to Headlights. Follow him on his socials at Headlights underscore music. Telling you hear all these new other fly tracks this fool be making. And the theme music was done by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. Y'all remember every time you check in, if you understand the hood, you could understand politics. Shouts to iHeartMedia for making this happen. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.